Hey everybody, welcome back to Mothership Connection, your place for twigs and figs. Uh, the new foraging restaurant at the Mall of Robinson where you bring your own um, foraged items and they'll throw it on a plate for you. All the muck that's fit to rake. <clears throat> uh, but thanks for listening to the last episode I did on Movie Heroes. Um, now that means I've done heroes and villains. So I've uh, you know completed the cycle, parallel structure. Um, qualifying what I said, um, yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and period. So thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. The podcast is off to a zipping start this year, um, three months in. So it's doing great. Appreciate the support. Appreciate the help. Appreciate all of it. Um, I hope you're enjoying your March month, uh, this lousy smarch month. Um, but yeah, it's about 50 degrees today. Good stuff. Go ahead and you know face everything and rise. An acronym for fear. Um, I forget what the opposite is. It's like something, something, and run. I forget. I forget what the T-shirt says. Um, it's a good Papa Roach song too. Face everything and rise. It's a sick guitar, guitar lick, tasty lick in that song. Um, but yeah, but today I'm going to do an episode on one of my favorite actors. I'm sure he's one of all of your favorite actors as well. Um, he's been in a million great fucking things. He's awesome. Everyone loves him, especially. Uh, the weed population, the animal population, and the uh, anti-war population love them. It is uh, Woody Harrelson. I'm going to do Woody Harrelson, one of my favorite actors of all time. Can't get enough Woody. Um, did not star in the Woody Woodpecker movie, though, however, which I thought was a missed opportunity for, um, you know, animated dramedies, if you want to uh, go that way. But, uh, yeah, so let's get into it. We're going to do Woody Harrelson. Woody <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey! Hey! Yeah! Now, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mothership Connection. I hope you're enjoying your uh, your time on Earth here. Um, you know, whether you believe we're spinning on a ball or we're stationary or we're whatever. Um, we could be living in a turtle's dream, according to Frank Reynolds. Um, but, yeah. So I hope you're enjoying yourself here. Uh, we're going to do an episode today on one of my favorite actors. Uh, love love his work. Love his... Uh, just, uh, just He's just awesome, you know? <laughs> uh, Woody Harrelson is just fucking great, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, today we're going to do Woody Harrelson. I'm coming at you live um, while I'm recording it live. Not You're not listening to it live, obviously. You know, that's not how, that's not how this thing works. But um, we're coming to you live from uh, Raccoon Park here. I got a nice hike in today, even though it was muddy and windy as all fucking hell. Um, ended up having to put my hat in my uh, in my satchel because um, it kept blowing away. You know what I mean? And I don't wear like nice hats to the trail because I don't want to, you know, sweat get like a sweat ruin my f uh, favorite hats and stuff. Um, but yeah, it kept it blew off my head about two or three times. Fell in the mud. I didn't fall in the mud, luckily, but my hat did. So, uh, so yeah, now I have a mud hat. But, um, so yeah, I got a nice good hike in. Uh, there wasn't a lot of people at the trail I was at, but there are a lot of people at Raccoon Park. Uh, like, I'm currently sitting down at the uh, beach area, which I thoroughly enjoy, consistently and thoroughly. I like to listen to rock and or roll. But, um, yeah, they have, like, an M&M machine and a fucking, they have Coke, though. If you don't have a Pepsi machine, like, fuck you. But uh, I, yeah, anyone that knows me, anyone's listening to this podcast, as we're now like, I don't know, 114 episodes in, <laughs> I 
I think this is the 114th episode. Um, I don't fucking like Coca-Cola. Don't ever try to give me Coca-Cola because I'll slap it out of your hand. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't do that. I'm too nice to slap anyone a drink out of somebody's hand. Um, unless it was being filmed, of course. Um, you know, anytime a tragedy happens, you should always scream, I hope nobody's drawing this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, they have an M&M &M machine. They got a juice machine. But I, I don't really trust uh, juice out of a vending machine that's like being beaten down by the sun all the time. Um, and a stupid fucking Coke, Coca-Cola. Oh, I like a red can. Can I get a Coca-Cola and a pair of jeans? You know? So some girl can light a fucking match off her hip on her stupid dungarees. You know what I mean? But, um, I just don't like Coca-Cola. I never have. The only, the only edge I'll give Coke against Pepsi is I think Cherry Coke is a little bit better than Cherry Pepsi. Uh, but when I drink Pepsi, I feel fine. If I drink Coke, I feel like fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, the second it hit, hits my lips, I'm just like, ugh. You know what I, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Mountain cranes? Um, but I don't, I don't drink nearly as much pop as I used to. That's, that, is, that is a demon that I was able to conquer. Um, pretty much have myself down to like one pop a week. Or if I go somewhere and decide to have a drink, I'll get like a rum and coke or something. Hopefully it's a rum and Pepsi. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, Coca-Cola just, it, Coke gives me a fucking headache. Like, it, I don't like the way it tastes. You know what I mean? Like, you can't even dump it on your feet. If you, if you dump some Pepsi on your feet, it's a nice cooling sensation. Uh, you dump some Coca-Cola on your feet, you're gonna have some trouble there. You might not even be able to put your socks on for a couple of days. Um, so I don't know. Coca-Cola just fucking sucks. It does. And there always, there's always some bitch in a commercial with DSLs, um, you should know what DSL means. Using some big-ass straw, sucking her Coca-Cola out of a glass bottle. And it's like, good luck like doing that in real life. You know what I mean? That's like that old Doritos commercial where Cindy Crawford was down in Cool Ranch Doritos while she was doing her laundry at a laundromat. And it's like, first off, a millionaire model is not going to be, A, downing Doritos, and B, at the laundromat. You know what I mean? And the only thing, if, if I was a celebrity and it had a bunch of money... The only time I would go to the laundromat is I would, like, tip off the paparazzi on me. You'd be like, hey, I'm going to be at, like, Duke of Suds or, like, Bubble Dudes laundromat <laughs> or some stupid fucking name and just wash a bunch of, like, bloody clothes in front of the paparazzi just to give them, like, a big scoop, you know? And if I was a celebrity, too, I would, like, get in with a couple of paparazzi people and just, like, tell them to give me a cut of the photos. And we can do photos doing all kind of dumb shit, you know what I mean? Like, they could get a photo of me hugging a duck or playing chess with a bear. You know what I mean? Or, like, polishing a turtle's uh, shell. Um, I love turtles. I really do. But, um, yeah, I would, I would get it. Instead of having them chase me, I'd be like, hey, listen. You're going to get good pictures, but you're going to get them on my terms. And you're going to give me a cut, you know? Um, you know, they can get, get a picture of me brushing somebody else's teeth. Um, you know, making a rubber band ball. Like a red rubber ball. Uh, making a rubber band ball. Which, do people even do that anymore? I don't, I don't think I've seen any kids playing with the rubber band balls in a long time. Because um, the big old moon shining like a red rubber ball. Um, I hate that song. That's by The Circle. The 1960s people. Always wearing like polyester and fucking corduroy. I don't like corduroy clothes. I don't think I've ever worn... I think I might have worn a pair of corduroys once, and I think I, like, 
sweating them real bad and then pissed my pants and threw them away. So I, I don't think I've ever worn corduroy since then. So I don't really have a good uh, compass as far as it comes to uh, corduroy pants. Do they make corduroy shirts? They probably shouldn't. They probably shouldn't make corduroy pants. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. But, um, so yeah, I'm just down here at the beach here at the park. There's some uh, fucking creep-ass weirdo, beagle-ass looking motherfucker with a, a metal detector walking around looking for stuff, like, on the beach here. And when I, when I say beach area, like, it's not like a, a beach. Like, I'm, you're not looking at, like, a, a bunch of hot girls running around with their tits jingling everywhere. It's jingling, baby. It's jingling, baby. Love, hello, cool, Jay. But, uh, but the Raccoon Park beach area, if you've never been, it's nice for what it is. But it, when I say beach area, like, it's the beach area, but it's not, like, a beach. You know what I mean? Um, you definitely couldn't wear your, like, Life's a Beach t-shirt or um, anything like that. And you better not be wearing water shoes. Don't ever come around me with water shoes because I'll fucking stomp on your feet. You know what I mean? Water shoes are so stupid. They are. Well, I need special shoes for water. Ugh. It's like this fucking, you got, you got feet? Are you a human being? Do you have feet? Then you can, you can walk in the water with your feet. You don't need fucking water shoes. Like, anytime I see somebody wearing water shoes, I assume that their name is, like, Perry. Or if it's a girl, their name is probably, like, Joan Michelle Aquanet Flipstein. Or, like, some stupid, some stupid fucking name. Um, but anytime I see, like, a dopey guy, I assume his name is, like, Perry. Or something like that. But, um, yeah, just don't wear water shoes. Why would you ever? You know what I mean? It's just, it's dumb. Water shoes suck. Unless you're going to, like, Great Wolf Lodge, like, you don't need water shoes. You know what I mean? Indoor water parks are, that's a whole different game. But if you're out in, if you're out in the world, and if you're out of, like, Sandcastle or something, don't wear water shoes. Um, and not this summer, but next summer I should be Sandcastle ready. Uh, which would make me happy. I really love Sandcastle, but I never go. But next summer I should have the uh, silver body back, so I should be fine to go to Sandcastle and uh, get some dipping dots and get out some slides and look at some pretty girls. <laughs> um, but since Sandcastle's reopened like fully, they don't have the Irish Festival there anymore. Um, the Irish Festival's now at that little like weird abandoned coke plant or uh, steel plant or whatever kind of plant it was right before you get to Sandcastle. Um, which is kind of a bummer, because it was really nice having it at Sandcastle. Um, it was quite the uh, delightful romp. But yeah, and there's just some there's some guy down here, like I said, with a metal detector. It's like, dude, what are you going to find down here? Like, seriously. You're not going to find... You're going to find a bunch of fucking hairpins, um, like pog slammers, and like rusty old dimes. And not enough to make it worth your trip. Like, you probably spent more money on gas coming to look for change than change you're going to find. You know, um, but the real change comes from inside. That's what I say, and I believe that. I truly do. I truly do believe that. Uh, but yeah, it was super muddy. The 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 lake here is real muddy right now too, and it's it's so fucking windy. Um, it's a bunch of candy wrappers caught in an updraft coming around here. Um, Don't come around here no more. Yeah, I had Tom Petty on the whole time I was hiking today. It was good. Tom Petty is just the best. I think he's the best American music artist ever. And uh, that's my opinion. So if you don't like it, uh, you can fuck off. <laughs> um, so yeah. But it's good. The, the trails down here by the beach area are pretty good. Uh, the, tr the one main trail you can take down at the beach area takes you directly to like the camping uh, park of the par part of the park. 
Um, because you can camp. There's like the campgrounds, but then there's also like cabins you can rent. Raccoon Park is actually the fuck fucking awesome. And I don't know why more people don't use it. Like when the weather's nice, I come here like three or four times a week. Um, cause I like it. But uh, yeah, it's really nice and it's really cheap. It's like super cheap to rent boats. It's not like they're like nice, high quality boats, but it's enough to keep you floating. Um, it's like Modest Mouse said, you need to float on, float on. Uh, is this float on? Checking, checking. Eins zwei drei, eins zwei drei. Um, but yeah, I love Raccoon Park. I come all the time. I love it. I love it like a rusty leaf in a keyhole. That is Rusty Leaf in a Keyhole by Irresistible Devin. Um, so yeah, so, you know, I saw John Wick last night. That was fucking sick. John Wick Chapter 4. Um, it was an absolutely amazing fucking movie. Um, brutal, brutal fucking fight scenes. Um, and I won't spoil anything for you, but uh, you can ascertain what you want from this. Um, it's definitely the last one, so I can I can tell you that. And anybody with a brain should be able to figure that out. But yeah, it was great. I'll probably see it again, honestly. I liked, I liked it that much. Um, it was just awesome. Like All the John Wick movies are great. It was a good ending. Um, sad ending, good ending. Um, but it was good. You know what I'm saying? I went and saw The Wild Feathers this week, too. That was good. Uh, I saw John Mayer and The Killers last week. That was awesome. So yeah, I've been going to a lot of stuff. It's good. March, the second half of March here was pretty nice. Pretty nice. Uh, we're going to Firebirds here next week, so that'll be great. Um, I don't know. Probably get either. I might get the ribs or the burger. Um, I like their smoked wings, but they like raise the price, so it's like it's like fifteen bucks for eight wings. It's like I ain't, I'm not fucking doing that, man. You know what I mean? I work hard. I work hard a lot, buddy. You gonna give me wings? I remember back in the day. Back in the day, like fifteen cent wing night and shit places. Now it's like. 85 cent wing night. It's like, that's not a deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. There's always a sexy server there. I hope we get her again. Um, she does have like, uh, one of those like bebop nose piercings that I'm not too wild about. I feel like most girls nose is like, like a good radio station should remain metal free. But, um, I don't know. She's pretty good. She's pretty hot. She's definitely a, a, a FCFS squid dripper. Um, just like the manager at the, uh, Cinemark in Robinson. Oh, man. Big old butt. She's fucking hot. Um, I don't know what her name is. Probably Blanche or, like, some old antiquated name. That's always hot to see, like, a modern girl with all the modern amenities <laughs> with, with, like, an old-timey name. It's like, my name's Blanche Dubois, and this is my dog, Puttin'. But, um, so, yeah, that's good. But, yeah, Firebirds, I love Firebirds so much. I haven't been yet this year, so this will be my first trip there, but it's good. And I don't know if the one in uh, South Fayette's open yet probably check that out but it's probably it won't be as good as the cranberry one because the cranberry one has that nice um like little water part off to the side and then i did see that it was confirmed in the newspaper the rumors were true uh that the max and irma's and robinson will now become a texas roadhouse which is just divine um it is it's awesome but what happens every time there's a new restaurant at robinson all the restaurant fucking people just flock to the new place so it always gets real clicky because it's always just the same people come over and then just one by one drop off or go back to like their old restaurant. Um, but it, it's really hard to get in when there's like a new restaurant like that that opens because like I said, like all the people from all the other restaurants are like, hey, let's just go over there and see how it is. And then it gets real fucking clicky, um, which happens. 
Uh, restaurants are a fucking war zone. You know, I worked in restaurants for 20 years. I can tell you, it's it's a fucking war zone. I'm sure anybody listening right now that's worked in restaurants will agree with you. It's fucking cutthroat. It's more cutthroat than Muppet Island. Remember Muppet Treasure Island? The Muppets take on Treasure Island. That was fucking great. Um, but yeah, now this guy that's like uh, looking for, uh, I don't know, looking for metal with his metal detector is just like screaming into the air. So I'm assuming he didn't find anything. <laughs> Um, there's some nice people down here walking their dogs and uh, talking about, you know, the day and the news of the day and nuclear proliferation and whatnot. Uh, but what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about Woody fucking Harrelson, baby. And I think that the word legend, um, mostly because of social media and hookup culture, gets thrown around a lot. Um, social media has destroyed the world. I, I hope you all understand that. Um, it has. Social media has completely destroyed the world, and it will continue to destroy the world. Um, but the word legendary, it just gets thrown around about everything. It's like people will be like, oh, I had a cucumber today. It was legendary. It's like, really? It came out of the fucking ground, just like every other cucumber. Like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Your vegetables aren't special, princess. You know what I mean? I'm just a little lullaby, and here's my cucumber. And its name's Puddin'. No, but um, people just, oh, there's some ducks now. That's really nice. I love ducks. Um, ducks are cool. Ducks taste really good, too. Um, especially, you ever have those duck fat fries at uh, any kind of gastropub you can go to? Now, ducks are pretty sweet. Um, I always wanted to have, like, a wooden duck, you know, that people have on their mantles. Uh, when I get my own place again here, I'm going to get, I'm definitely going to have a wooden duck somewhere on my, on my body. And by body, I mean probably, like, on a shelf. <laughs> Yeah, there's like three, what is a gaggle, that's gooses. What's a, what's a group of ducks? I know gooses are a gaggle and crows are a murder. Um, but what's, what are, what's a group of ducks? If you know what a group of ducks is called, um, just as I can't look it up while I'm recording, um, hit me up on Mothership Clone 5 and tell me what a group of ducks is. Are they hatchlings? Are they younglings? He was killing younglings! <laughs> um... But yeah, but Woody Harrelson, my point being is that Woody Harrelson, there's a handful of actors that I would call legendary. Woody Harrelson's one of them. And just like I said, I forget what episode it was in when I said, you know, people like Brad Pitt and them are good at making you forget that you're watching Brad Pitt. Because let's be honest, you're like, Brad Pitt's been in what, a million fucking movies? But he still is capable enough as an actor to make you be able to just realize that you're not looking at Brad Pitt. And you're looking at the character he's playing. Um, and Woody Harrelson's one of those actors as well. And Woody Harrelson, too, like, I don't think people realize how many things he's been in and how many, like, different things he's been in. You know, like, he's been on TV. He was a TV star. Uh, he's done theater. He's done action. He's done comedy. He's done drama. He's done sci-fi. Like, he's done everything. That That's what makes a good actor. You know what I mean? That's like, even when you, like, see comedians, even, like, when Jim Carrey was doing his, like, quote-unquote, Serious movies, which I don't know why I did air quotes, because it's like, well, A, you can't see them, <laughs> and B, like, it's, he, his, some of his serious movies were actually really good, um, but like, something like that, like, you can't just be, you can't just be an action star for your whole career, you can't just be a comedian for your whole career, if you want to have a well-rounded, well-respected, long career, um, you can't just be, keep doing the same thing, um, a, a good example of somebody who tried to just do the same thing all the time would be Pauly Shore, you know what I mean? Pauly Shore never changed, and that's why he was left in the dust. And he's, like, bitter about it and was, like, talking shit on Brendan Fraser the other day. It's like, Brendan Fraser, who I'll do an episode on eventually, 
was he has so many great fucking roles. It's like ridiculous. And for Pauly Shore to be like, oh, I'm bah. It's just like, dude, like Brendan Fraser adapted. And Brendan Fraser, too, did every kind of movie you can think of. Brendan Fraser did serious movies like School Ties, which is a great movie. He did goofy-ass shit like Monkey Bone and Bedazzled. He did pure comedies like, you know, Encino Man and stuff like that. He did Disney-friendly stuff like George of the Jungle, Dudley Do-Right, and Blast from the Past. You know, and then he also did The Mummy trilogy, which his version of The Mummy is way better than Tom Cruise's stupid version. Which Tom Cruise's Mummy version was supposed to spark like a whole shared universe, and it just didn't even get off the ground. Um, man, there's like 20 people just like popped out of the trail real quick. <laughs> Maybe they was having an orgy with a bunch of whores. Oh, if anybody know where the orgy is, I want to tell my daughter. <laughs> yeah, you got to go down to the orgy. Watch everybody be the orgy. Um, I can never go to an orgy. I'd probably be terrified. You know what I mean? I can never even have a threesome. I'd probably pass out. But, uh, <laughs> pass out from stress. Um, I, I just assume a threesome would be very stressful. You know what I mean? Like, geez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brendan Fraser's done everything. And like, the Mummy trilogy with him, like, Jet Li's the bad guy in the third Mummy. Like, what a great casting choice. Jet Li's only been the bad guy a couple of times. And both times, like, in Lethal Weapon 4, when he was the bad guy, he was terrifying. And he was the Dragon Emperor and the Mummy. Like, those Mummy movies are great. Even Brendan Fraser's like Journey to the Center of the Earth was great. And then they remade it with like John Cena and he's like, I'm John Cena. <laughs> um, but my point being is like you need to branch off and do different things. And that's what makes a lot of these great actors great actors. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, is um I'm trying to think of somebody who's like only done one genre. It's like, oh, is Jason Statham like a really great action star? Yeah. Can't do anything else. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, Jason Statham is only ever going to be Jason Statham, the action star. And I think that Guy Ritchie movie that I was talking about a few weeks ago that I went into saw, Operation Fortune, where it's Jason Statham and Aubrey Plaza in them, I think it's, like, already on Hulu. So if it's on there, watch it, because it's a great fucking movie. I don't know why it's out of out of theaters and onto streaming so quick. And all these movie like companies are bitching how they're, they're losing so much money. And I, forget, I think it was Miramax or... Um, Lionsgate or one of those companies admitted to the fact that like they're missing the DVD, like the DVD and Blu-ray sales for movies. Um, Cause I think the guy from Miramax was like, it was either Miramax or Lionsgate or one of the fucking stupid movie th companies, um, production companies were saying that like, yeah, like the DVD sales over time would give us like an extra like $20 million on the movie that we would add into like what we were making, which that's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? To think that you would make... Because there's a lot of movies out there that, like, they don't do well in the box office, but then, like, they do great on streaming or they sell a ton of fucking DVDs and shit. But he said, like, over the like the five-year span of, like, after a movie's released, like, the initial DVD sales and, the, like, the longevity, like, home... I'll just call them home movie sales, so I don't have to say DVD and Blu-ray a million times, would make them, like, an extra 20 to $30 million. And he's like, they would budget that in and they kind of offset some of the... Um, promotional costs and shit like that. And he's like, we don't get that anymore. And it's like, because you're eating yourself alive. You know what I mean? Like, you're eating yourself alive. Like, a movie should not be available to stream like two weeks after it's in the theater. Or like, even on the same day. Because people like me that love to actually go to the theater and love the whole, like, movie-going experience, 
you know, and a few of my friends that I know feel the same way. Like, we'll always go to the movies and see a movie at the theater. But a lot of people don't feel that way. They're like, well, fuck it. I'll just lay on my couch, you know, and watch the movie at home if I can do that. You know what I mean? Because, like, the, the movie-going experience is great. Like, even now, like, I saw last night when we were there, like, you can you can have your concession stand food delivered to your movie seat now. Um, so, like, they're ramping up trying to get people to go there. But, like, I'll always go to the theater because I love... I, I love going to the theater, you know what I mean? A movie, to me, like, going and seeing a movie in the theater is, like, a necessity. Because that's how you should experience the movie. That's how it's filmed. That's how it's made. Um, that's how the sound is, like, designed for you to hear. Um, it's kind of like when you listen to a record. You're supposed to listen to a record with headphones on. You're supposed to get, like, those, I'm going to say old-timey, but, like, the the headphones with the big ears and the, the fluffy cord. Because then you can actually hear when the production was made, or, like... You're going to hear a guitar in this ear and that ear. And like, you're, when you listen to records, you're supposed to have headphones on. So all you hipsters are walking around in your fucking corduroy jackets and your body glove sunglasses, blasting a record player in your fucking hipster hipster apartment living room with like a poster of like Shake Vare on the wall. You're supposed to have fucking headphones on. Because if you listen to a record, which sounds way better than any other music delivery system, you're supposed to have headphones on so you can hear. Because when they produce the albums, like, it'll be like, you'll hear, like, this guitar hit on the right ear, or, like, this riff hit on the left. Like, that's how it is. And when you listen to it on your phone and everything, and then, yes, like, it is great to have streaming on your phone where you have access to, like, every song ever. But at the same time, it's, the files and everything are compressed so much that the sound is not better. Like, even just go listen to a CD of, a, of one of the songs that you love. And then listen to the same version of that song on, like, streaming. It is not even anywhere near close to sound quality at all. And you're missing certain sounds and everything. Um, so, yeah. So, there's more to it than that. But it's, like, same thing. Like, when you go to the theater, like, you can hear, like, different, better sounds. Like, the punches sound better. Like, plus you're watching on a screen as big as a fucking side of a building. <laughs> plus it's cool in there. Like, you have the XD seats. And, like, they're, like, fucking recliners. Like, it's going to the actual movie. Like, I don't, I'm surprised more people don't love to do that still. You know, I always do. I love going to the fucking movies, you know? Um, but it's like, that's the point of it. It's like, that's how the movie is supposed to be experienced. And I can only imagine seeing John Wick in IMAX. Like, fuck. I, I, do they still have IMAX at the Science Center? Because I would love to go see John Wick in IMAX. Because it was, that movie last night was insane. He probably killed, he probably killed like close to 200 people last night in that fucking movie like he probably really did but um it's just fucking insane but yeah that's that's what i mean like the companies are eating themselves alive by all these different fucking services and shit and like disney's canceling a bunch of the shows they had plans because you need you can't just have everything be you can't just entice people to just stay home all the time and i think that's like a big problem nowadays and i think too many people during the pandemic got so used to just being at home that, like, that's... You shouldn't want to just be at home all the time. And, like, companies shouldn't, like, entice you to just be at home. Like, companies should entice you to, like, oh, John Wick's coming out, so you should be going, like, the typical person. John Wick, any fucking movie. Um, like, when the Mario Brothers movie comes out, I'm sure everyone will go see it. I'm planning on going to see it. It's PG, but I'm sure it'll still be great. Um, But, like, it should be like, okay, Mario's coming out, so let's go grab something to eat or whatever. If it's a family, like let's go to some restaurant where the kids can do what they want to do 
and it's just you and friends. It's like, well, let's go eat somewhere, have drinks, blah, 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 and then go see the movie, and then afterward, go do whatever. But that's like, movie companies should be like enticing you to go to the theater, not to sit on your couch where you probably have beaten off or, you know, I don't know. What's, what's, what's the, uh, what's the girl equivalent of beating off? Like the slang? Is it, uh, I don't know. I'm rubbing your, whatever, rubbing your fucking pussy. I mean, you're probably like masturbating or you're busting ass on your couch. You probably spilled Chinese food on it. Like you should, you should be enticed to go out. It helps the restaurants. It helps the bars. It helps the theater. It helps the gas station because you got to go get gas. Fill up that cost. You can glide and swerve, glide and swerve. But, um, but yeah, it's enticing. Like, that's the thing. Like, a night out helps so many different areas of the, of commerce, you know? It's like, well, I'm going to wear something nice. So, at some point, you probably bought something nice to wear. You know, I better wear deodorant so I don't sweat all fucking night. So, you probably bought deodorant, you know? I, uh, you know, I got to get in my car and make sure I have enough gas to get there. So, I'm buying gas. Probably going to buy something at the gas station. I'm going to go to the restaurant and probably get an appetizer and a drink and whatever. Then I'm going to go to the theater and probably get something like a drink there or some sort of snack there. Or I'm going to sneak something in or whatever. Then I'm going to go to the theater and blah, blah, blah. And it's like this entire, like, going out is like, it helps so many different things. So, like, the theaters and everything. And, like, I've never understood this about the Cinemark and Robinson. And, yes, they have a riser right there and, like, shitty ass. Like, Red Robin sucks so fucking bad. I can't believe anybody eats at Red Robin. But, like, Red Robin's there, but Cadillac Ranch is there. Cadillac Ranch, it's a cool location just because, it like, has the outdoor space and everything. But it fucking, Cadillac Ranch fucking sucks. The employees are rude. The food sucks. The uh, crowd there sucks, but that's not what I'm, that's not the main point here. Um, but like Walnut Grills, Walnut Grills okay. It's really expensive. But there's restaurants around there, but like I don't know why Cinemark itself doesn't have like. I'm not saying like it should be like a Cinemark restaurant, but there should be like a restaurant inside of the fucking theater. You know what I mean? That way it's like oh let's go eat at the restaurant in the theater, and then we can just go right to our seats afterward, and then you can stay open and like oh the movie's over let's go have a drink at the fucking restaurant in the theater, you know, you could call it something like coming attractions or something fucking stupid. And like the, the restaurant could have just basic like bar food. doesn't have to be anything fancy. You don't have to have like toothpick appetizers or like some charcuterie, is that what you say? Charcuterie board, but just have like basic bar bites, have some basic, they already have beer on tap at the, uh, at the theater at Cinemark and Robinson. They had truly on tap, which I didn't think truly I didn't think hard seltzers were actually on tap, but whatever. But just have, like, basic bar bites. Have, like, uh, you know, basic drinks. You don't have to have anything extensive, so you can keep the costs and the staffing down. But then at the, at the movie theater bar, like, play some trailers on the TVs at the bar. Like, have some movie facts sitting around or anything. Or, like, have, like, movie trivia at the tables at the bar. Or any, anything that would entice people to come go there before and after. Like, how, how nice would it be to go to a movie at, like, 7... And then, like, when the movie's done, at, like, I don't know, since previews take, like, 25 minutes now, the movie would probably be done at, like, 10. And then just go chill at the fucking movie theater bar afterward and have some appetizers and a fucking drink and do some movie trivia or something. You know what I mean? Like, anything like that. Or, like, you could have, like, uh, like I said, you can have, like, trailers playing on the TV or have whatever. You know what I mean? You could have, like, vintage movie posters and shit. Like, Cinemark, that would be a fucking gold mine. I would much rather go to the restaurant in the theater 
So I don't have to like eat at Walnut Grill and then hurry over to the theater and wait for some limping ass motherfucker to give me my check at Walnut Grill and tell me all his problems. Um, like we went to go see Uncharted and this fucking waiter told us like his entire life story, like his drama of everything. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to eat my buffalo chicken here. Like, go away. We're not like the table is not your therapist. Like, I'm sorry, but like, get the fuck out of here. But um, and they give give people steaks that are swimming in the juice because they because you know they microwaved it. But um, those that were there that night know what I'm talking about. Um, but it's just like that. But how nice would it be? It's like, oh, the movie's over. Well, I'm gonna go get a fucking pepperoni roll and a fucking Pepsi, and chill out for a little bit. Like, why not? Like, also, like if you're meeting your friends at the movies, it's like. Hey, babe, I'll be in the restaurant in the theater. How convenient is that? So I don't know why they don't do that. Like, it's, it would be so easy to do that. And you can even, like, partner with somebody, so you don't even have to, like, run it yourself. Like, you could, like, just lease out the space to whatever restaurant, you know? But I think that would be a good idea. I don't I mean, I just threw out Coming Attractions as the name, but that doesn't really have anything to do with food. I don't know. I don't know what kind of pun you could use for that. Um... I don't know, Reels restaurant or something. Reels being like R-E-E-L-S. I don't know. Anything of that nature you could do for that that type of thing. But I, I think that's something that they, that the movie industry um, should, in cinema, and the, basically what I'm saying is that you should be enticed to go out. You should not be enticed to sit in your house all fucking day. And if you're a person, like, you shouldn't want to sit in your house all day. Like, how, you know what I mean? I know for me personally, like, if I just sit at home all day, like, I feel sluggish as fuck. So I can't imagine people that just, like, lay around in their house all day and order, like, DoorDash and fucking Uber whatever. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be out. You're supposed to be out and about and doing stuff and, you know, you should be at home very rarely um, in an ideal situation. And there's a lot of factors that go into that, but bottom line is, like, you should be... The, the movies and restaurants and shit should be working in conjunction to entice you to go out. That that's that's the whole point of the last like thirty minutes of <laughs> whatever I've been saying. So yeah, basically what I'm saying, and Mountain Crayons, is uh yeah you should be enticed to go out. It's good movies. The movies are a great fucking time. You know what I mean? If you can't have fun at the movies, then fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna talk about Woody Harrelson here. So let's go over um a little bit of factoids here. Um, I did scribble a couple things down real quick. Um, because he has his father, Woody Harrelson's dad was a mafia hitman and killed a federal judge. <laughs> like, like, fuck, that's crazy. Bitch, be crazy. Bitch, be lazy. All not pay, you better pay me. Bitch, be crazy. Bitch, be lazy. Yes, indeed, you better pay me. I think that's a song by DJ Thick Pepsi, if I'm not mistaken, off his new album, uh, Another round or whatever it's, whatever it's called. It is windy as fuck, dude. Those ducks are having a hard time. Got a lot of duck responsibilities today. <laughs> That's on American Dad. Roger's always pretending to be something, and the one day he's being a duck, and they're like, "Hey, Roger, we need your help." He's like, "I don't know. I got a lot of got a lot of duck responsibilities today." <laughs> but yeah, so Woody Harrelson, he's 61 years old. Um, he's from Texas, but grew up in Ohio. So he's pretty close to us, you know what I'm saying? Mountain crayons. Um, so yeah, like I said, his dad was a fucking mafia hitman. And he killed a federal judge, which like that hasn't happened since then. Or like a long time before that. Um, but what he became in the prominence in 1985. 
as when he joined Hollywood and everything. And like I said, Woody Harrelson has done, he's done movies, TV, theater, everything. I actually, I think he was in a music video. Um, I think he was in a video for Stylo by the uh, Gorillaz. When I think it was him and Bruce, Bruce Willis was in it for sure. Um, Stylo is a really cool song too, but I think Woody Harrelson was in that video also. Uh, but of course, he the first time we've all ever saw him really uh, was on Cheers. Which I can't tell you how much I love Cheers. Cheers is like, Cheers is one of my favorite shows. It ran for 11 fucking years. But Cheers is awesome. Um, Cheers is one of those shows where it's like, if you're not feeling good, or if it's just like a rainy, shitty day outside, just throw on some Cheers. You know what I mean? Cheers is a really good show. Kirstie Alley was smoking hot on there. Um, George Went, who was uh, Jason Sudeikis' uncle, he was really funny. I forget the name of the guy that played the mailman. Um, but Woody Harrelson took over, because the original bartender was Coach, who was like Ted Danson's former coach, who was just like this older guy, the bartender. But after the after he died, like the actor died, um, they replaced his character with Woody Harrelson. Woody was his character. It's always good when you get to play your own own name on TV, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm crying. But uh, yeah, Woody was on Cheers. Cheers is great. It really is. Um, it's just a good show. It's really funny. Um it ran for 11 years, and then the spinoff, Frasier, also ran for 11 years. So Kelsey Grammer played Frasier Crane for 22 years straight, while also being Sideshow Bob in The Simpsons, um, which is pretty great. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. So technically, like, Frasier was on the air for 22 years. He was Frasier Crane, and then he was, um, what's it called? Frasier Crane on Cheers. But Cheers is great. If you don't, if you haven't seen Cheers, just just watch Cheers. And I know Family Guy always makes a joke about Wings, but Wings was a good show too. Whenever Quagmire's like, "I love Wings," I can't believe you never saw Wings, and like gets up and leaves, all pissed off. But it's like, yeah, it's good shit. The Cheers, Cheers is funny. But he was on Cheers. He was on Frasier. Um, he was on Will and Grace. Where he played uh, Grace's boyfriend for a while. Um, and then he was also, of course, on True Detective with Matthew McConaughey, who I also love. And I'll also do an episode on. Uh, Matthew McConaughey doesn't believe in deodorant. So, yeah, he must smell good on his own. That's something I'll never know. I smell like uh, the Gangies. I smell like the Ring of Hades. But, um, I don't know. I, I do my best to smell good, but I don't, I don't always succeed. I don't think everybody, I don't think anybody smells good all the time. But I try. I try so hard. That's that uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony song with uh, Akon. I try so hard. Um, man, it's, it's got real sunny out of nowhere. Sunny on the beach. I like that Pixies song. Um, with your toes in your sand and your dick in the mud. Where's my mind? With your toes in the sand and your dick in the mud. Where's my mind? <laughs> the Pixies are so overrated. They have like three good songs and that's it. Where's my mind? Here goes your girl. Or whatever it is. But the Pixies are okay. But people are always like, the Pixies! It's like, they're not that great. You know what I mean? Um, they're not. They have like three songs that are okay. And they're okay. It's different when a band has three songs, but like they're all epic. Which epic's another word um, that gets thrown around all the time, too. It's like, oh, I had a shower today. It was epic. It's like, I have really clean socks today. I feel epic. It's like, no, you don't. Um, no, you don't. Just shut up. But, uh, yeah, but True Detective, it was him and Matthew McConaughey for that first season, which is pretty cool. 
Um, what else? What else would I want to say about him before I get into his actual career? Oh yeah, he has his like he's of course he's big on weed and all that kind of stuff. He has his own dispensary. Um, he's really into chess. He does Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he's been on SNL. He's in the Five Times Club, where he hosted Five Times, which he hosted a couple weeks ago, I think. Maybe three weeks ago, but it was actually really funny, which is surprising since SNL hasn't been funny since, like, George Bush was still president. Um, George Bush, of course, being one of the biggest scumbags of all time. The whole Bush family deserves to be in jail for crimes against humanity. Personally responsible for millions and millions of deaths in Iraq. Um with Iraqis and American soldiers and whatnot. But, hey, let's give him a standing ovation at the fucking Texas Rangers game because he's, he's George Bush, right? Him and his fucking scumbag dad, scumbag grandpa, Nazi sympathizer grandpa. But let's all cheer on GW, right? Fucking assholes. But um, politi- politics are the worst. Every, every president we've ever had has been an evil piece of shit. Even Ronald Reagan, who everyone clamors about. Like, the Iran-Contra thing was... Technically high treason, but he's Ronnie, you know what I mean? And then you give fucking piece of shit Barack Obama the Nobel Peace Prize before he's even done anything. And there wasn't a day of his presidency where he wasn't dropping bombs everywhere. It's like every president we've ever had is a fucking piece of shit. Like all politicians, they're all fucking garbage. And they should all be hunted down and forced to turn in their yachts, turn in all their wealth that they've gotten because it's all been gotten on the blood of American people. They all sell us out every fucking day. Politicians are the absolute worst. And Barack Obama and all the, every every one of those motherfuckers should all be in jail for crimes against humanity. They all, all, every single one of them should. You shouldn't be able to just terrorize the globe just because you're the president. You know what I mean? Um, But I won't get into it because I'll go off on a huge tangent and I don't want to do that. I want to talk about Woody Harrelson, bitch. Um, So yeah, let's take a look. His first ever role was in a movie called Wildcats, which was like, if you don't know what that is, it's like a sports comedy uh, with Goldie Hawn, um, who, of course, gave birth to the banging Kate Hudson. But, uh, yeah, so his first movie ever was Wildcats. Um, and then he was in Cool Blue, which is kind of just like another, like, chinky, like, um, chintzy, like, fucking, um, like, romantic comedy type thing. But then he really got into it he really got into the meat of the situation. He was massaging the shoulders. Oh, he gave such good shoulder massages. We called him Shoddy McShold. And he ate a lot of pretzels. It's to the point where he was so parched, he had to drink an entire bottle of beet juice. Oh, not Beetlejuice, the great movie, but he had to drink beet juice. Um, but yeah, so then he was in, which is one of my favorite movies ever. And if anyone's ever seen it, they'll know why, because it's just a great fucking movie. 1992, try to guess the movie, but you can't because this isn't live. He was in White Men Can't Jump, which is one of my favorite movies with him and Wesley Snipes. Um, But you'll see a common theme here in his movies where he's in uh, several movies with people, like more than one movie with people, because they do a great job collaborating, you know? But him and Wesley Snipes in this movie and in Money Train, which came out, like I think, in 95... Which Money Train was awesome, too. It was him, Wesley Snipes, and J-Lo. But White Man Can't Jump is him, Wesley Snipes, and Rosie Perez. Uh, but yeah, White Man Can't Jump is fucking awesome. And then he was in Indecent Proposal, which I'm sure everybody's seen. But it, like after his first little two like stupid like 
Goldie Hawn movie in Cool Blue. And of course, Cheers was like a steady gig. But movie-wise, like, White Man Can't Jump was when he put his footprint on, like, I am Woody Harrelson. I am here. Let me roar! Let me roar like the Lions of Zion. Like Ziggy Marley said. Or no, was it Damien Marley that had that horrible song with Nas? Where it was like, Welcome to Jamrock! La 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 Um, yeah. Was it Damien Marley or Ziggy? It had to be Damien. Because what's his name? Somebody tell me what his name is. Well, what's his, like, uh, not his name, his name's Damien, but what's his, um, uh, I can't remember what his actual, like, Rasta name is. It'll come to me later, but yeah. Welcome to Jamrock. But, um, yeah, White Man Can't Jump was awesome, decent proposal. And then he was in a movie that I fucking love, Natural Born Killers. Like, listen to his fucking filmography as I'm, as I'm saying it. Natural Born Killers, it's him and, uh, Juliet, whatever her name is, the daughter from, um, Vacation or Christmas Vacation. Oh, she was in she was in Old School, which is also one of my favorite movies. What's her fucking name? Juliet, whatever. She was in Due Date. Uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is. She wasn't in Son of Snicklets. So I don't know her name, but Natural Born Killers, which is fucking awesome. And then he was in The Cowboy Way with Kiefer Sutherland, Kiefer Sutherland. Um, and then he was in Money Train with him and Wesley Snipes. They were so good together they did it twice. Doing it twice like it's Easter. La la la. That's what people do, right? They they bang twice on Easter. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to eat a big piece of fish and then fuck. Um, isn't it called the uh, the buck and fuck? When you uh, eat some fish and then fuck? Come on, baby. Let's go do the buck and fuck. Um, yeah, but then he was in Money Train. And then he was in The People vs. Larry Flint. Which, that was like a big HBO movie. And then came... One of my all-time favorite movies of all time. I'm going to say all-time one more time because it's all-time one of my all-time favorites. He was in fucking Kingpin. Kingpin is my one of my favorite fucking movies. And if you've never seen Kingpin, then shame on you. Shame makes a medic do hello. Shame. No, Kingpin. If you haven't seen Kingpin, like, I don't know. You know, Kingpin is so fucking funny. Kingpin is hilarious. It's him, Randy Quaid. Um, I forget the name of the lady who's in it. She was a former porn star. Um, not that that matters, but I'm, I'm trying to think of her name, but I can't. But Kingpin is so funny. Bill Murray's in it. Bill Murray is Big Earn McCracken. Um, it's just one of the funniest movies ever. I'll probably watch it tonight. Or no, I'm going to watch the Penguin game tonight. It doesn't start till 8 o'clock tonight, which is weird. Um, but yeah, Kingpin, I'll, I'll definitely watch... Probably, maybe Sunday I'll watch it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Kingpin is so fucking funny. Um, it's one of those classic movies that, like, I, I assume everyone has seen, but if you haven't, that's kind of weird to me. Um, Ooh, it's kind of crazy. Got me thinking maybe. Gotta get you off of my life. That's that song, uh, Ooh, It's Kind of Crazy by Soul Decision. Um, the boy band who was... Marketed as a boy band who plays their own instruments, so a fucking band. But um, yeah. So Kingpin's great. Um, then he was in Wag the Dog. Oh. Hey baby, you want to wag the dog? It's not a sexual in the window. Let's just watch the movie. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and then he was in that war movie that had like that massive ensemble cast. Uh, the Thin Red Line, 
which Mark Hamill was in that. He wasn't using the Force, though. I don't know why. Um, but one of my favorite Simpson moments is whenever Homer's Mark Hamill's bodyguard, and he's fighting the mobsters, the Eisner's forks on the floor, because they're fighting in a restaurant. And Mark Hamill's like, use the forks. Use the forks. And Homer's like, the force? He's like, the forks. <laughs> use the forks. Um, it's just, uh, just so fucking funny. Um, then he was in a movie with Gina Gershon, the sexy, I don't know if she's still sexy. Time probably caught up with her like it does with all ladies. Time is women's ultimate enemy. It just is. It's just, you know, it's gravity. It's fucking buoyancy. Women get less buoyant when they're older. Less density. Um, unless, of course, they're trying to float on a, a jug full of mercury. Then they're fine. But yeah, that's just that's what happens. Um, I don't care. But that's just that's just the way it is. It's like Bruce Hornsby said, bruh. It's just the way it is. Um, time is every woman's enemy and everything else is every man's enemy. But um, then he was in High Low Country with Sam Elliott, who I love Sam Elliott. Probably do an episode on Sam Elliott at some point, too. Um, but then he was in that weird boxing movie with him and Antonio Banderas called uh, Play It to the Bone, which is like such like a weird... That's like not a... That's an odd... Um, that's an odd movie title. Oh, we're going to go see Play It to the Bone. I'd be like, what, is that like a fucking Flintstones movie or something? You know, this Pebble's going to put a bone in her hair? Like you can get in my caveman bar. Um... Oh, what did I call my caveman bar? Oh, primordial booze. Yeah, you can come get, come down to primordial booze and get a bone in your get your girlfriend a bone for her hair. Um, but yeah, that was a boxing movie. It's kind of I don't know. It was a little weird. I don't know how good of a movie it was. That's kind of like when Antonio Banderas was doing movies that should have been good. And uh, Antonio Banderas is fucking awesome. Like Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, The Thirteenth Warrior. That movie with him and Sylvester Stallone that I can't think of right now. That was fucking awesome. I think I think that movie's just called Assassin, maybe. I don't know. But um I think he had a non speaking role in Son of Sniglet. But uh Play It to the Bone. And then he was in that movie Ed T V once again with Matthew McConaughey. Um That movie was like real popular. I don't remember it all that well. There was a lot of people in it, like Elizabeth Hurley, the sexy Elizabeth Hurley, and Jenna Elfman who's not I never got the allure of Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg or old Greg, old Greg, get some Bailey's Irish cream for old Greg, old Greg. But uh, yeah, he was in that. Then he played himself in Awesome Powers, of course. Uh, if anyone remembers that, I'm sure you do. Um, and then he was in that anger management movie with Adam Sandler. So as you're seeing, like he's being in movies with everybody. You know what I mean? He's been, he's worked with like every legitimate actor in Hollywood. Um, that anger, anger management's good. I think a lot of, I think that's one of those movies that like a lot of people forget about for some reason, but it's a really good movie. Um, so I don't know why people forget, but there's certain movies out there that I feel like just get like lost in the shuffle, even though they're really good movies. Um, I think Lisa Kudra is in that too. I'm not sure. I don't think Lisa Kudra is all that hot, but I definitely would want her to blow me, if that makes sense. There, there's some of those actresses where it's like I wouldn't, probably really wouldn't want to actually do the happy slam dance with them, but I would definitely want, want them to make me happy with their mouth, if that makes sense. But, um, hold on a second, I wrote down the... There's some other movie he was in, it was a bank heist movie. Um, I wrote down some of his movies, not all of them, because I... He's been in a ton, he has, like, so many movies. Um, yeah, I can't write, read my writing, but it was some bank heist movie. Uh, it came out in 2004, if that helps. 
If anybody knows what movie he was in in 2004, hit me up on Mothership Con 5. Um, I'm crumbling my notes here so you know that I do have some. I didn't do research, I just wrote down a few things. Um, then he was in a movie with Anthony Mackie. Everyone knows him as Falcon, or I guess he's Captain America now. Um, called She Hate Me. Uh, not like Rod Smart, who played in the NFL, and then he later on played in the XFL, and his jersey said He Hate Me. Um, pretty weird. Uh, and then he was in North Country with Charlize Theron. Um, she's in my, one of my favorite songs by the lead singer of the Killers is called Crossfire. And the music video is awesome because he just keeps getting kidnapped by people. And then Charlize Theron just shows up and saves him every time. It's, it's a really cool video. And that song Crossfire by him is in my like top 20 song, favorite songs of all time. I love that song. So if you're not, if you're not familiar, um, you can go ahead and search up, uh, the song is by Brandon Flowers and it's called Crossfire. And he of course is the lead singer of the Killers. And I can't tell you how great that fucking concert was. I, I was extremely impressed with like the entire production. There was like fucking confetti, pyrotechnics, the laser show was crazy. Uh, the screens up behind them were like playing videos that were synced up to this music. Like it was, it was like fucking crazy. I, I, I can't tell you how good that concert was. Same thing with the John Mayer concert was fucking sick too. Uh, that's my third time seeing him, but this is the first time that he ever did like a solo tour when by that I mean like it was just literally just him his acoustic guitar and a piano and it was fucking awesome and he, he had his electric for a couple songs but he didn't really um do much with it that's why even though the show was it was really great and unique to see like I do prefer seeing him with his actual band because it's pretty much just him up there for like two hours swinging his dick around and ripping out crazy solos um but he'll do that when I, when I, we go see them for Dead Company in June but he, he's fucking great. But that was... The Wild Feathers, although we went and saw the Craft House Stage and Grill, which I love that place too. They were really great too. I, there wasn't that many people there, which I was surprised. But they put on a great show as well. Um, but yeah, North Country was Charlize Theron, who is raising her son to be a woman, forcing her son to be raised as a daughter. And somehow that's being viewed as okay. And it's against the kid's will. But she wants, wanted a daughter, so she's raising her boy to be a girl. Same thing with Adele is doing the same thing to her child. Uh, Gwen Stefani is doing the same thing to her child. But somehow that's just okay. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's not. Um, parents shouldn't be forcing kids to be something that they aren't just to fuel their own selfish ambitions. Um, but whatever. They're, they're Hollywood, so nobody fucking cares. Um, then he was in the movie Big White with Robin Williams. I never saw that movie, but I'm surprised I never heard of it because that's too, like... Woody Harrelson and Robin Williams are huge stars, so that's um, a little odd that I didn't hear of it. It is really raining and windy as fuck. I can see some witch brooms flowing around. Um, hey, baby, you got a witch broom for me? I got a womb broom for you. A uh, womb broom, of course, being a mustache. But um, And then the next movie he was in, which is an awesome fucking movie, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen it, but if you haven't, I suggest that you go see it. Uh, but he was in A Scanner Darkly which is a great fucking movie. Um, those of you that have seen it know how great it is, but it's A Scanner Darkly, and it's him, Winona Ryder, Keanu Reeves, and Robert Downey Jr. It's just like, I, what do you put a, what kind of fabric softener do you use? I use Robert Downey Jr. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's great. Scanner Darkly is a great movie. I suggest you go see it. Uh, it's uh, Robert Linkletter. Robert, Robert, Robert Linkletter? I don't know. Scanner Darkly, 2006 is when that came out. I remember that because it came out at the same time Around the same time that Stadium Arcadium came out, which was the, uh, like the, I would say like the Super Saiyan level powers of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
Oh six to oh nine was definitely like their fucking untouchable peak there. Um, then he was in No Country for Old Man, which people, old men, sorry, I, I spoke a little weird there, I'm sorry. You still gonna come to my balloon party? I'm gonna get all the pretty girls to sit on some balloons and pop them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, No Country for Old Men. And then he was in, um, I don't know, I can't read my writing again. <laughs> Something with a G. I never, I didn't see it. I think it's just called The Grand or The Grind. Uh, but I'm not sure. But then he was also, the next movie he, he appeared in is one of my all-time favorite movies. Definitely in my top 25 favorite movies. Um, probably my top 10 if I'm just talking about comedies. But he was in Semi-Pro, which is one of the fucking funniest movies that Will Ferrell ever did. That movie is so fucking funny. Um, I don't know why. People don't usually don't give it much credit. People are always like, oh, Blades of Glory. It's like Blades of Glory is not a good... In comparison, is not very funny. In comparison to um, Semi-Pro. Semi-Pro is just so... So fucking funny. Like, Love Me Sexy is a hilarious song. The whole movie, if you've never seen Semi-Pro, like, go watch Semi-Pro. It's so funny. I probably watch that movie, like, three or four times a year, because it's I love it. It like, the movie, there's no, like, lol. Like, the whole movie is funny. For so many different reasons. <laughs> like, it's him, it's Maura Tierney, it's, um, Andre 3000, it's a bunch, like, uh, Tim Meadows, Andy Daly, Andy Richter, Will Arnett, like that whole movie. I might watch that tonight. <laughs> I might watch that in Kingpin. Maybe I'll just have, this looks like it's just going to rain tomorrow. It'll rain the rest of the day today. I'll, maybe I'll just watch movies tomorrow. And then I'll go get my groceries for the week so I can stay satiated. Because if you're satiated, you emancipated. And if you're emancipated, you're definitely going to piss on a raincoat. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry, but I, I just don't know. Oh, shit. Raining into some guy on a dirt bike. Cruising along on my dirt bike, getting real wet on my dirt bike. Um, remember Excite Bike? They should make an Excite Bike movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fix the door. Fix the door. Uh, but Semi Pro, like I said, so fucking funny. Can't tell you how funny that movie is. I probably could, but I'm not going to. You should probably just watch it. Oh man, this dirt bike kid's pulling over. Fat over. Uh, now he's parking facing me, of course. There's no one else down here, practically, since that started the rain, that metal detector guy went running. Now some fucking dude is parking across me, blinding me with his fucking dirt bike light. You don't need a light on your dirt bike, you fucking... You know what? Rhymes with bag. But, um... Yeah, so he's in Semi-Pro, which is so fucking funny. And then he was in a movie, again, with Charlize Theron, called Sleepwalking. Um, never heard of it, never saw it. It's probably a good, though. I mean, it is. It's probably good. And then he was in a movie with Matthew McConaughey called Surfer Dude. I wonder what that's about. Probably about a surfer dude. <laughs> yeah, man, you got a surfer dude. Got a surfer dude. Um, and then he was in a movie with Ben Foster. Oh, he was also in Seven Pounds, um, Will Smith movie. But then he was in a movie called The Messenger with Ben Foster, who Ben Foster's in so many good things, but, like, never gets any credit for being in so many good things, which is kind of bizarre. How bizarre. Um, then he was in Zombieland. Of course, there's two of those. Zombieland's great, too. Uh, the second one wasn't bad, but the first one's definitely, like, way better. Um, it's way better when you eat in cheddar in the morning. What happened to us? We used to stay up all night laughing and eating cheese. Um, 
So I don't know. But Zombieland 1 and 1 and 2 are both good, but number 1 is definitely way better. Um, then he was in that stupid Friends with Benefits movie with Justin Timberlake. That's one of those movies, like I was talking about before, like how Dante's Peak and Volcano are the same movie. And then he, Justin Timberlake had his Friends with Benefits movie, and then he also, Ashton Kutcher had a movie, like which was like the same exact movie. It was something about like Vegas. And it was literally the same exact movie. Um, then he was in Rampart with the lovely, talented Sigourney Weaver. But who doesn't love Sigourney Weaver? Like, there should be a statue of Ripley outside of every movie theater. <laughs> there should. Sigourney Weaver, Ripley is like one of the best characters ever. She really is. Um, she's great. Then he was in The Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunger Games. Um, but that's also something you should see here is that he's been in like so many classic fucking movies and franchises. Like he was in Hunger Games. He was in Star Wars, the solo movie. Which was really, really good. It's a shame that the sequel got canceled because episode 8 fucked everything up. But Solo was a great movie and it'll never get its sequel because of that. Um, but it was. So if you ever have a... I'm sure it's on streaming everywhere. But if you ever have a chance, watch Solo. It was great. But like I said, he was in the Planet of the Apes movies. He was in Solo. Um, he was in Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunger Games. That's from South Park when Randy is claiming that he is Lord. Like the singer Lord. And that that was his original version of the song for Hunger Games. But the, but the studio messed it all up. That whole episode's hilarious when he's pretending to be Lord. <laughs> um, and then Woody Harrelson was also in that movie, Now You See Me, with that stupid sack of shit, Jesse Eisenberg. But once again, they were in Zombieland together. So he has like this history of working with people he's already worked with before, which I mean, most people do. Um, now he was in that movie that they filmed in Pittsburgh called Out of the Furnace. Which I don't know if you ever saw Out of the Furnace with Tim and Christian Bale, and it's fucking awesome. Um, it really is. Christian Bale's younger brother is like a big fuck up. And so Christian Bale like is paying off like the mob to not kill his brother. And then Christian Bale gets into a, a drunk driving accident and goes to jail himself and can no longer protect his brother. And so while he's in jail, Woody Harrelson's like the, the big bad gangster guy who gets his brother to do all kind of crazy shit since. Uh, Christian Bale can no longer protect him. And then once Christian Bale gets out of jail, all hell breaks loose. But it's a really great movie. It's really long. But it's called Out of the Furnace. I think it came out in 2013. Um, just like Get Lucky by Daft Punk came out in 2013. It's hard to believe that that song is 10 years old now. But um, it's hard to believe that the Penguins traded for Jerome Ginla 10 years ago now, too. But Out of the Furnace is great. Then he was in this movie called The Duel with him and one of the Hemsworths. I think it was Liam Hemsworth, but it's really good. He plays like this crazy like evangelical... Um, fucking like Overlord guy, which is pretty cool. Um, and then he played Lyndon Johnson in the movie LBJ, which I never saw because I had no interest in that because Lyndon Johnson's a murderer. Uh, he murdered uh, JFK. He, he called out the hit on JFK for sure. Um, so yeah, and then he was in The Highwaymen with Kevin Costner, which I think, I, th I want to say I saw a little bit of that, but not the whole thing. I don't remember it well, so I probably didn't see it. Because most movies I can, that I've seen, I've seen a lot of movies. One thing about me is I like cigars and movies. And I like my women bare feet and pregnant. Bleah! But, um, bare feet and pregnant. Or barefoot and, was it from Upright? I like my women barefoot and pregnant. You grab a shoes, I'll take care of the rest. But, um, yeah. And then he was in War for the Planet of the Apes, which I have that trilogy on Blu-ray. I don't know how much I like it, though. I think they're okay. I know I bought it on sale at Walmart for like, it was like eight bucks for like the whole trilogy. Um, 
And I guess he has some new movie coming out called uh, The Pageant Arena with him and Channing Tatum and Scarlett Johansson. Squid Dripper Charlotte Johansson. But, uh, so yeah. Woody Harrelson's been in a ton of shit. Most of which is good. And he was awesome in Star that Star Wars movie. I, I really believe that. Like, the movie Solo, which was like the origin film for Han Solo, it was fucking awesome. It really was. It was fucking awesome. And it'll never get its sequel because Episode Eight fucked everything up so bad. And Disney, a lot of, all the stuff that Disney's doing now to try to, like, fix their finances is all because of how poorly... Episode 8 did. And what, how much Episode 8 fucked everything up. But, um... So, yeah, I don't know. I mean... That's, that's Woody Harrelson. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I'm gonna go try to book a flight to the Garden of Eden. What do you mean I can't book a flight to Biblical Allegories? <laughs> I always thought it'd be funny to try to book a flight to, like, places in the Bible. It's like, yeah, I'd like to go to the Garden of Eden, please. Uh, one ticket. Round trip. Oh, what, what, what? What do you mean I can't... Book a flight to biblical allegories. What the fuck are you talking about? Or it's like, yeah, I'd like to uh, book a vacation to the Tower of Babel, please. Oh, it doesn't exist? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I'd like to go to Noah's Ark. Um, there's like a, a fake Noah's Ark you can go to. I think it's in Kentucky. Um, I'd probably do that. That's, that's my vacation. That's the vacation I would take. Like, I'd love to go see the world's tallest bowling pin. Or something stupid like that, you know? Um... But yeah, 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 um, so yeah, so thanks for listening, I always appreciate it, um, uh, right now I think I'm gonna go get some Chinese food at Kiyoshi and Moon, which I love Kiyoshi, if you're ever looking for a good Chinese restaurant in the area, I would say to go to Kiyoshi in Moon Township, the place of my birth, um, the place I like to call home, hopefully I'll be living in there again soon, but, um, yeah, Kyoshi's great. It was even great when it used to be Super Buffet. But I think I'm going to get um, either some sweet and sour chicken or some General So's. And I'll definitely get a order of Rangoons. Crab Rangoons, that is. Um, that, that's that's my uh, Saturday meal. So as we all know, Saturday is the day that I have my cheat meal. But yeah, I'm going to get some Chinese food. I love Chinese. Chinese food and Pepsi. Give me it. Give me it right the fuck now. Uh, no, I love that. Chinese Pepsi, Ch Chinese Pepsi. Chinese Pepsi and food goes great together. No, Chinese food and Pepsi is awesome. Um, I love sweet and sour chicken. I love General Tso's. I love orange chicken a lot. Um, coconut chicken's good. There's just a fucking buffet, Chinese buffet in Crafton that's good. I don't know if it's still there. Um, and there's also one by the Beaver Valley Mall that's really good. I don't know. I, I, maybe one, one of these days I'll just go search out uh, Chinese buffets. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll vlog it. But yeah, I'm gonna go get some Chinese food and, like, clean up some shit. I've been slowly sifting through a lot of my junk. Um, so whenever I do hop out in this world again, I can just put everything in a pillowcase and leave. Uh, the dissecting hobos. I have the bindles to prove it. So yeah, so I hope you have a great day. I hope the Penguins win tonight. They play the Capitals at 8 o'clock. And I, uh, you know, I'm gonna go get that food and sift through some of my junk. Uh, it's amazing how much junk you accumulate over your lifetime that you don't need. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to do that, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. hope you uh, enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed doing it. Uh, I don't know what the next episode is going to be about. Um, there's a couple of bands I think I'm thinking about doing. Uh, I still want to do the Kingsman episode. And uh, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of episodes I, I want to do here. Coming down the pipe. Coming down the pipe, guys. 
Oh, we got to shut down the water park. Somebody put pasta in the, in the accelerator. Hi, kids. We're home early. That, of course, is the uh, Talk Boy commercial. But yeah, but thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy the rest of your uh, March here as we head on into April. April. April showers bring May flowers. May something brings June grays. Um, but yeah, as always, keep shaking those motherfucking knees, bitch. Hey! Zip! Zip, zip, up, zip, 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 zip! Yeah, I don't know. Have a good day. Huh. And now it's time for the money song by Irresistible Devin. Brrr, brrr, brrr. Gotta get me some money. Here you go, I say you get some money. Go to the ATM and take out some money. Here you got a wallet. Gotta get a wallet. You take out the money, you get some money. You do some chores, you get some money. Gotta go out there and get some money. Ring, 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 get the cashier, get you some money. Now I need more money. Gotta get some money. Right. <laughs> Gotta to get some money. So yeah, that was the money song by a new... Korean sensation, Irresistible Devin. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gotta stack that cheese, buddy. Hey.